0: Welcome back to another episode of Patient Safety in Endoscopy, the podcast. Today, we would like to reflect on another year in endoscopy and look forward to where we are heading in 2023. What about sustainability, single use, sterilizable duodenoscopes, to name a few buzzwords in endoscopy. From a medtech perspective, endoscopy continues to witness a number of important innovations that contribute to even better clinical outcomes. At the same time, there are still significant opportunities for further improving patient safety and infection prevention in endoscopy. Joining us today to share their insights on this topic are our two guests, Ulrike Beilenhoff, former president of SGINA, and Paul Caesar, head of hygiene, infection control and reprocessing at Pentax Medical EMEA. Ulrike and Paul have both been guests on our podcast before, Welcome back for this 2023 Outlook episode. Ulrike, I would like to turn to you first. Looking back at this year, could you please comment on where we stand in endoscopy today?
1: Yeah, Charles. thank you very much for the kind introduction. It is always a great pleasure to be part of the Pentax podcast. Yeah, 2022 was a very busy year for endoscopy, nurses and reprocessing staff because after the pandemic, the routine activities returned to normal levels. And as in all areas of healthcare, endoscopy and reprocessing units are also struggling now with a lot of staff shortage. And it's really difficult to recruit new staff. The workload for the remaining staff is very high. Therefore, the organization of reprocessing is a key issue to ensure patient and staff safety. The different centralization modules were discussed over the year, and it can be centralized either in central centralization departments or in endoscopy departments, depending on the local organization. Another big and controversial discussion was the topic on the use of single-use endoscopes or single-use components on endoscopes. Um, endoscopy is the third highest waste producer in hospitals, and sustainability becomes more and more important. And therefore, we also have the discussion about using which kind of single use devices. And in this area, also, the safety of a patient is most important.
0: That's great, Ulrike. Thank you so much. I hear there have been many developments. And uh, Paul, are there any other that you would like to, uh, to mention according to you?
2: Yes. Hi. Hello, uh, Charlotte. Yes, there are, of course, a lot of uh, developments. And uh, Ulrike mentioned already some hot topics in endoscopy. And yes, related to improved reuse and reprocessing of endoscopes over the last years, uh, we now see that professionals in the field are recognizing the need for action to tackle global challenges, such as a climate change. So based on recent data, we know gastrointestinal endoscopy is estimated to be the third highest generator of hazardous waste in healthcare facilities with almost 3 kilograms waste per bed per day. We at Pentax Medical want to take our responsibility and taking measures to make GI endoscopy more sustainable by incorporating sustainable thinking in every aspect of our value chain. For example, we introduced a cardboard transport case for our endoscopes, and recently we launched the Plasma bag Eco, which is made of 80% recycled plastic. And looking at sustainability, but not Forgetting hygiene, we are also focused on the ratio between reusable and semi-disposable versus disposable endoscopes. Endoscope contamination is infrequent, but can be the source of nosocomial outbreaks. And the question is, how many outbreaks really were reported uh, the last four or five years, especially outside the US?
0: That's uh, indeed a great question, Paul. First, I would like to turn back to Ulrike, from what you both say, it is clear that sustainability is becoming increasingly important for endoscope manufacturers. Ulrike, is this consideration also true for other healthcare professionals in the field?
1: Yes, it is important and it is really under discussion. As Paul said, there are not so many data available. We know that we produce a lot of waste. endoscopy. And yes, we are the third highest producer of waste after surgery and uh, ICU departments. And yes, we use a lot of single-use devices. But on the other hand, we have patient safety, and we have to take this into account. And therefore, ESG and SGINA published a position statement uh, this year on reducing the environmental footprint for gastrointestinal endoscopy because we thought it is very important to um, see and evaluate the problem from different areas. So we start with um, yeah the simple indication to endoscopy procedures. Uh, we tackle the waste produce production, but also uh, quality improvements. So this paper um, should really help to stimulate the discussion and also to create ideas, uh, how to solve this problem.
0: Interestingly, you both mentioned single use versus reusable endoscopes. Paul, can you please elaborate on what role each one will play in the endoscopy suite of 2023?
2: Well, uh, we all know these uh, single use uh, GI endoscopic devices result in a proliferation of waste, for example. And there is no specific recycling yet. We all also know single use endoscopes will be there. It is always a balance between safety, sustainability and efficiency. So they should be considered in highly selected patients based on the case by case risk analysis, I think. We are proud to offer the power of choice, uh, which uh, enabling physicians with a range of solutions they can choose from to best treat the patients. On the reprocessing side, we see now initiatives to automate the manual cleaning step. However, as in many countries, manual disinfection is still accepted. There is still a lot to win. We also see a shift forward to sterilizable duodenoscopes. for example, in the U.S. This is also a step forward in reducing possible risks and maximizing quality and safety. Europe seems to be a little uh, restrained in this, while many countries have introduced automated washer, disinfectors and solutions for drying and proper storage of their endoscopes.
0: Ulrike, is there anything you can add to what Paul just mentioned?
1: Yeah, I think one important point is um, the shortage of stuff we have in reprocessing and in endoscope um, units. And speaking about single-use devices um, or reusable devices, this has to be taken into account. Um, Reprocessing of endoscopes um, include a lot of time-consuming manual steps. Even some initiatives um, are now developed to have automated Uh, systems available, but the majority of steps are really done manually when I clean an endoscope. And therefore, this stuff has to be, uh, has to have a lot of deep knowledge about the endoscope construction, the channel systems, um, how they uh, get access to the different uh, channels, but also broad knowledge about hygiene, infection control, about process chemicals, reprocessing systems. Um, so the education of this staff who just clean or do cleaning steps are most important because this directly influence the safety of the patient. And I think that is a point we have to take into account when we speak about um, reusable or single use devices. and. The other point is the organization around that. If we directly switch to single-use endoscopes, there is a big organization necessary around this topic, logistical issues, and also the waste management and all these things.
0: Paul, I believe education and training is a topic that you also hold dear. How does this resonate with Pentax Medical?
2: Yes, in that I totally agree with uh, Ulrike, what she uh, mentioned about the reprocessing and reprocessing staff and quality. And we all know training is key when it comes to hygiene and reprocessing and endoscopy. We all know training is also challenging in many hospitals, having limited budgets and making time available for staff. Nevertheless, we are still working on providing comprehensive training programs to close the gap between practice and theory. All processes and reprocessings are not only depending on good products, but also strongly depending on the quantity, the quality, and the competence of the staff.
0: Well, that definitely sounds promising, Paul, and I look forward to, to, to discovering more about that in, in the new year. Um, coming back to the development of sterilizable duodenoscopes, so far we have not really explored this topic in the podcasts, And I'm wondering, uh, Ulrike, what do you think, Will this become the new norm?
1: Um, To switch totally from reusable to single use endoscopes, I think, is not possible. And that is also what the ESG and SGNA statement on sustainability say. Um, For routine endoscopy, you can still use reusable endoscopes. Endoscopes using on the GI tract and even in bronchoscopy are inserted via natural orifices. And the mouth and the throat are highly contaminated with germs. We take a lot of germs with the endoscope down to our target organ, to the stomach or even to the um, pancreatic biliary tract. And um, even if you insert a sterile endoscope, the endoscope will never ever be sterile anymore when you insert it into the patient's body. Of course, you avoid to insert um, germs from other patients. But if we clean and and disinfect an endoscope properly, I'm sure that we can provide a safe endoscope. If we clean it um, properly, that is the key issue. You can never disinfect and you can also not sterilize an endoscope when you have not cleaned it um, beforehand. If you switch totally to single-use endoscopes, it can be possible in rich countries. But what is with poorer countries or where is not so much money available in the health system? So that is also an economic and also an ethical discussion.
2: Yeah, Ulrich has right. Uh, there are a lot of aspects uh, when you are introducing only uh, single-use uh, endoscopes, uh, and even in those countries with with uh, limited resources, it will be a great problem, of course. Uh, also from the sustainability aspect, um, and. Uh, yeah, from the ethical a- aspect, it's also a, a point of discussion because when I have money, I can buy uh, a single-use deodorantoscope. Uh, and if I don't have the money, I can't. So, uh, yeah, there is a, a, still a lot of discussion on this topic.
0: All right. Well, let's see uh, what 2023 will bring in that regard. For now, the clock is ticking. And I would like to wrap up with one final, more personal question to you both. What is it that you are passionate to explore more of in 2023?
2: In endoscopy and reprocessing and hygiene, we are always looking at the solutions at the back door. But what about starting tackling the problem at front? Investing in reprocessing staff, giving staff more time for doing their important and valuable job and make it also more sustainable.
1: Ulrike, is there anything from your side? Yeah, I think in 2023, we also have to look on quality um, assurance, and um, there is microbiological surveillance um, established in various European countries and also worldwide, but with a big variety of methods, and I think we have to harmonize that, and uh, that I think will be one focal point for 2023 for us to work on that, and There are also test kits available which are sold to endoscopy units and nurses try to use it in daily routine but i think we should use that uh, with validation of reprocessing cycles and um, i think this has also been investigated so there are a lot of topics and one issue is also the medical device regulation Um, which uh, is coming out and um, the companies have to um, accept a lot of um, recertification of their products and there is still the uncertainty, can all the products be available in the future or have they be taken out of the market? Um, Is there a risk of um, undersupply of patients or can these notify bodies Can they manage all the work they have to do with recertification and so on? And if then, is there still enough resources to develop new products and bring new products on the market? So I think these things are, yeah, I would say my highlights for 2023.
0: That's great. Thank you both for sharing those personal insights. And thank you for joining us today. We greatly appreciate you taking the time to discuss such vital topics. We've heard about four key areas of focus for endoscopy in 2023. Those being sustainability, single use versus reusable, staff shortages, and education and training. I'm sure I can speak for many of us when I say that I'm eager to see how these different stakeholders will come together to make a change for the better and to reduce GI endoscopy's environmental footprint in the new year. More on that, in our next episode in the new year. So stay tuned to our, all our listeners out there. And in the meantime, take a look at our websites, pentaxmedical.com, if you would like to learn more about Pentax Medical.